going to be in Proverbs chapter 14, verse 1. Proverbs 14, 1. Um, I went to uh, the third conference I've been with uh, Bob Russell and just really enjoyed it. <laughs> but uh, he was sharing about uh, how he had learned some wisdom early in his married life. He said there had been a snow during the night, and uh, he's a, a morning person, so he'd gotten up early and was just enjoying the, uh, the snow. And he decided that his wife, who is not a morning person, should be able to enjoy the snow just as much as he. And so he got a snowball, and he took that snowball into the house, and he put it on her stomach. And he said, I have never, ever done that again. <laughs> and so uh, sometimes we learn wisdom through experience. Uh, hopefully you can learn wisdom through God's Word and avoid some of the uh, negative experiences that we can, we can sometimes experience as we uh, learn wisdom. But we need to learn God's wisdom. And uh, the scriptures we're looking at tonight are some simple, uh, pithy sayings that Basically, talk about general truths in life, okay? They apply uh, not in every case, but just generally in life. That's the way the Proverbs are designed, to talk about life in general. How life works, how it generally uh, can be expected to work. And uh, we can learn God's wisdom as we listen to these uh, statements of wisdom in the Proverbs. And so the title of my message is, The Difference Wisdom Makes. Uh, so we need, to, we need to seek this wisdom with our, all our hearts. And so look at me at verse 1. It says, Every wise woman builds her house, but a foolish one tears it down with her own hands. Whoever lives with integrity fears the Lord, but the one who is devious in his ways despises him. The proud speech of a fool brings a rod of discipline, but the lips of the wise protect them. Where there are no oxen, the feeding trough is empty. But an abundant harvest comes through the strength of an ox. An honest witness does not deceive, but a dishonest witness utters lies. A mocker seeks wisdom and doesn't find it. But knowledge comes easily to the perceptive. Stay away from the foolish person, you will gain no knowledge from his speech. The sensible person's wisdom is to consider his way but the stupidity of fools deceives them. So the difference wisdom makes. Um, what difference does it make? Well, wisdom and growing in wisdom can improve, first of all, our home life. If you look at verse 1, a wise woman builds her house, a foolish one tears it down with her own hands. There's probably some advice here. He's, he's got a lot of my son language. Is what kind of woman do you, do you need to seek for? Well, seek a wise woman. Um, but wisdom in general builds a house or, or foolishness tears it down. Uh, this is true uh, for women. It's true for men. Uh, and uh, our home life is directly impacted by whether or not we have God's wisdom. And so if we learn God's wisdom, it will be a blessing not just to us as individuals, but it will be a blessing to our home. Um. The scriptures tell us to build each other up. Uh, we talk about homes, and you know, we, maybe you're thinking of uh, uh, brick and mortar, but I think of homes as the individual families. 
uh, the people that make up a home. Uh, and as Christians, we're told to build each other up in the body of Christ, right? The same thing is true in the home. We're to build each other up. How do we do that? Well, uh, one way we do that is through the Word of God, sharing the Word of God in the home. Uh, of course, as men, as we're called to be spiritual leaders in the home. Uh, we're, we're called to lead out in that. But uh, men aren't the only ones who can share the truths of Scripture. Matter of fact, I've, I've told you all this many times. Uh, my mother is the reason I know the verse, the way of the transgressor is hard, because she would quote it to me every time I got in trouble. Uh, so uh, uh, we can share Scripture, and that is one way to build up others within our home life. Why? Because as that Scripture is built into our lives, we learn wisdom. We learn to grow in Christ. And uh, sometimes the words of encouragement. Uh, if you look at the spiritual gifts that we have, um, I believe God puts people into a family for a reason. And he puts the unique people with the unique gifts who are Christians uh, into a family. Uh, if you have family members that are not saved, he also, I believe, has put them in your family for a reason. And you can pray for them and, and, uh, and seek to reach them as God leads you. Uh, but... Uh, Use those spiritual gifts, just like you would use your gifts at church. Use your spiritual gifts in the home. So uh, if you've got the gift of teaching, use the gift of teaching in your home. If you've got the gift of encouragement, I can't think of a better gift to, to use in your home life than the gift of encouragement. Uh, sometimes people uh, say, well, you know, I have the gift of criticism. I, I'm able to uh, figure out what to criticize in every situation. Uh, if that's your mindset, chances are your relationships in your home life will be damaged. Uh, a constant, steady diet of criticism is a good prescription of discouragement. Uh, on the other hand, uh, though we can speak the truth, we're to speak the truth in love, uh, we can choose to encourage. Um, I read a book years ago, it's a business book, um, and uh, it, it basically, uh, the author of the book was telling, telling uh, the managers, I think it was the one-minute manager. Some of y'all probably read that book. But he was basically telling managers, find something that someone is doing right and praise them for it. You know, that may come from a secular book, but that is filled with, with spiritual wisdom. Because we are told to encourage and build each other up. And so, uh, encouragement's a great thing to do. Uh, sometimes the gift of service may be your spiritual gift. Well, serve those in your family. Uh, so, you get the idea. But uh, uh, a wise woman builds her house. A foolish one tears it down with her hands. Why? Because a wise woman makes wise decisions. A foolish woman makes foolish decisions. It's the choices that we make. The choices that we make, and this doesn't just apply to the women, the choices that we make in our home life can either build up and strengthen our home or tear it down. And so uh, ask God to give you a heart of wisdom and ask God to, to help you use your speech constructively and, and to, to serve your family constructively so that you can build up your home uh, rather than tear it down. And, and for the ladies, let me just say, your words are very powerful. That's true of all of us in some, to some degree. But I think it's especially true 
of wives. If you use your word to build up your husband, it will promote love in his heart for you. If you use your words to tear him down, it will bring distance in your relationship. Uh, The same thing is true with your kids. Uh, You can help them become the people that God has created them to be as you build them up with your word. Or if you tear them down, you can discourage them and and, uh, they may not reach the potential they have. And so uh, recognize how important it is to use your speech in the right way. Uh, So uh, the difference wisdom makes, what difference can it make? Well, it can improve our home life. Secondly, it can improve our walk. That is our lifestyle in living for Christ. Uh, If you look at verse 2, it says, Whoever lives with integrity fears the Lord, but the one who is devious in his ways despises him. Uh, So uh, our walk, whoever lives with integrity fears the Lord. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, right? When you fear the Lord, you learn to live with integrity and faithfulness in your life. Uh, so sometimes we, we, uh, we may not know all the ins and outs of everything, especially when we first come to Christ. Um, how do I walk in victory? How do I live uh, a life that pleases God? Well, one way is just to simply learn the fear of the Lord. This, is, this, this idea that uh, uh, God loves us, but he also is not mocked. Uh, I remember those dreaded words my mother used to say. Uh, we weren't we weren't too afraid of her because uh, you know you, some of those of you who know my mom. You, she's got this sweet little voice, and I remember one time in fifth grade uh, she spanked my brother and I, and we both laughed. But we didn't laugh when Dad spanked us. And I remember uh, my mom saying, "I'm going to tell your daddy when he gets home." Those were words we did not want to hear. Why? Because we had a fear of my dad. We, we knew what was coming. And um, the same thing is true in our spiritual life. You say, well, I, I don't think we should be motivated by fear in our Christian walk. Well, that's not the best motivator. The best motivator is love for God. It's the best motivator to, to serve God. But you and I, uh, well, at least I'll, I'll give testimony, okay? There are times in my life where I'm not walking by faith. I'm not loving God like I should love Him. And in those times, sometimes it's healthy to have a little bit of fear. Knowing that God will discipline me if I persist in a, in a wrong behavior. And so it's a motivator. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Uh, it teaches us to begin to walk in more victory in our life. Now, you, ultimately, you need to get to where you're, you're learning how to walk in the filling of the Holy Spirit. Uh, you're learning to serve the Lord in love and so forth. But uh, kind of the, the starting place is the fear of the Lord. And it will help you in your walk. Um, you learn to make some decisions. Like uh, uh, in Proverbs where it tells the young man, don't even go down the street where the prostitute lives. Avoid her. Go around the other way. Uh, like Neil Anderson shared in his, in his study uh, years ago, if you're an alcoholic, he said, what happens is you think, well, you know, there's nothing wrong with uh, driving down the street where they sell alcohol. 
then you're driving down the street and you say, well, you know, there's nothing wrong with pulling in the parking lot if I don't go in. Then you pull in the parking lot. Well, there's nothing wrong with going in as long as I don't go over to where they sell the alcohol. So you go in. Well, there's nothing wrong with going over there and standing by the place where they sell the alcohol as long as I don't buy it. And by the way, God, if, if I'm not supposed to buy it, help the preacher to be standing there. And, uh, you know, uh, that's kind of the way. And what happens? He ends up buying it and, uh, and falling back into his old habits. And so uh, the fear of the Lord teaches us to live wisely, not to make uh, provision for that old nature that we have to fulfill its lust. And uh, in, in, uh, in our day and time, uh, filters on Internet, uh, or television, sometimes they're good. I believe it's a good idea, especially if you have kids. Um, and, and just just living your life with wisdom uh, in the fear of the Lord and trying to protect yourself from those sinful decisions. So wisdom can make a difference in our walk. So our home life, our walk. Thirdly, our protection. Uh, verse three: The proud speech of a fool brings a rod of discipline. But the lips of the wise protect them. So wisdom brings a humility and a carefulness in your speech that saves you a whole lot of heartache and trouble. Um, have you known those people that tend to just say whatever comes into their mind? Maybe you're one of those people. <laughs> you say whatever comes into your mind and you end up in trouble all the time. You're in trouble with your family. You're in trouble with your friends. You're in trouble with people who aren't your friends. Um, uh, the Bible says that he who holds his peace is considered wise. And so we learn to shut our mouths. People will think we're smarter than we actually are. So uh, if you, uh, if you uh, refrain from speech or if you give thought to speech, the scripture says elsewhere in Proverbs, uh, a wise man considers what he's going to say before he says it. But a fool acts impulsively. And reap the consequences. So, um, consider what you're going to say. And especially if you're angry. Right? When you are angry. That, this is actually a proven fact. Uh, when you're angry, the blood leaves your brain. And it goes to your limbs for fight or flight. Okay? Uh, so, when you're angry, that's not the time to solve problems. Because you're, you're going to make stupid decisions. Because blood's not in your brain. So allow yourself to cool off. Uh, and then uh, once you've cooled off, then think about how to address the problem. And that will protect you from a lot of the problems you could get in. Uh, if, you're, if you're married, there may be some times where you need to get in the car and drive somewhere and cool off before you address the problem when you've had a, a, a spat. Um, uh, because it will allow both of you to cool down and you can think about things in the way that you need to. So uh, the lips of the wise protect them because they've considered what they're going to say before they say it, and they're not speaking just whatever comes into their minds. Um, so wisdom can make a big, big difference um, in, uh, in, in uh, our protection from trouble and heartache in our lives. Somebody said saying the wrong thing is kind of like squeezing toothpaste out of a tube of toothpaste. 
uh, once you get it out, it's hard to get it back in. And so, um, learn that wisdom in your speech. And ask God to give you uh, more carefulness in, in the way that you uh, communicate with others. Uh, so the difference wisdom makes, it will make a difference in our home life, our walk, our protection, our productivity. Look at verse 4. It says, where there's no oxen, the feeding trough is empty, but an abundant harvest comes through the strength of an ox. If you're going to have an ox, you're going to have to feed the ox. You're going to have to shovel what the ox leaves behind. But there is a great benefit in having the ox. Uh, sometimes productivity in life takes a little bit of an investment of, of hard work, sometimes of money, so that we can uh, accomplish the things that God has called us to accomplish. Life is not trouble-free. Uh, if you're going to accomplish something for the Lord, the chances are there's going to be some headaches and heartaches along the way. Uh, but if you uh, choose to take that path, uh, and follow God's leadership in that, and pay the price, God can increase the productivity of your life. Uh, abundant harvest comes through the strength of an ox. Uh, when you're trying to accomplish something, accomplishing something with other people is more effective, isn't it? Uh, I remember uh, what one staff member uh telling me about how he had he had had kind of a problem with a committee that he was working with in church and and somebody in the committee said hey you know you're not our boss we're not doing what you say and you know kind of got on him a little bit and went to his pastor and his pastor said well he said you can work with them or you can work without them <laughs> and uh that's true isn't it in life you can work with them or you can work without them and if we can work together, their productivity goes up. Uh, God, God, I think, has a sense of humor because usually he puts two opposites in a marriage and he puts opposites in the church. And, and what happens is when we work together, the different gifts, as we're filled with the Holy Spirit, the different gifts come into operation and we're so much more effective together than we could ever be by ourselves. Yes, there may be trouble sometimes. There may be aggravation sometimes. Uh, in dealing with people, especially a person that you don't naturally, you know, it wouldn't be a person maybe you're naturally attracted to spend time with, but God can, can bring about a great productivity if you're willing to pay the price to work with people. So uh, it can, it can uh, increase our productivity. So the difference wisdom makes, it improves uh, our home life, our walk, our protection, our productivity, our heart. Verse 5, an honest, it could also be translated faithful witness, does not deceive, but a dishonest witness utters lies. You see, out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. So, wisdom, true wisdom from God changes the heart. Now, here's, here's the most wise thing you could ever do. Repent of sin and put your trust in Jesus Christ. Because when you do that, you enter into new spiritual life. God changes your heart. I love uh, the scripture that talks about, If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. 
Old things have passed away and all things have become new. God gives us a completely new nature. Jesus told Nicodemus, you must be born again. Uh, There needs to be a complete new birth in your life that is brought about by the supernatural touch of God as you repent of your sins and put your trust in Jesus. Uh, That is where spiritual life comes from. If we want our hearts to change, we need to be acquainted with a heart changer. He is the one who makes a difference in our hearts. So um, I, I can remember the way that I looked at things was different as a non-Christian. The way I processed things and the way I responded to people was different. Uh, it, it was such a comprehensive change within me. And I, I don't know if it seemed that way to other people, but I, it sure, surely was for me. God changed me so radically on the inside when I came to faith in Jesus Christ. And my heart was different. Um, A faithful witness is not deceived. I've known some people over the years, if they told you they were going to do something, they did it. Period. They were people of their word. I've also known some people that every time they told you something, don't believe it. Right? Um, we, I knew this guy when I was in the military. He was a, a pathological liar. I mean, he lied just about every time he opened his mouth. He lied. And he would tell these tall tales about uh, things he had done. And, you know, by, uh, it didn't take people too long. You know, maybe a couple of days, maybe two or three days usually to figure out what he was doing. But, but people would kind of look over, you know, and grin. Because people had figured it out. He was a pathological liar. Nothing he says you could believe. It's all made up. Uh, that's a heart issue. But can I tell you, when you come to faith in Jesus Christ, God can change these things in us. Uh, there will be an initial change, and then there will be a process of change in our lives as he sanctifies us in our walk with him. And so... Uh, True wisdom, as I said before, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Uh, true wisdom it begins in a relationship with Jesus Christ, and he changes us on the inside. And then he helps us learn how to walk in the Holy Spirit so that this new nature can be the area where we're living, and his power uh, is living through us so that the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Can you imagine what would it be like in Washington if everybody was using, was living according to those fruits? I mean, it would be completely different. And so, um, <clears throat> the same thing is true in our families and in our, in our individual lives. Uh, wisdom can truly make a difference in our heart. So, it, it makes a difference in our home life, our walk, our production, our, producti- our, protection, our productivity, our heart. Next, our growth. Look at verse 6. A mocker seeks wisdom and doesn't find it. But knowledge comes easily to the perceptive. Uh, The idea here is that uh, there's two paths of life. That's kind of what Proverbs is based upon. There's the path of wisdom and there's the path of foolishness. Mockers are associated. Mocker is somebody who, who makes fun of people to their face. You know, you idiot. You know, you, you, 
you know, you look like uh, Gumby. I, mean, I remember there was a guy in the military they used to call Gumby. Uh, you know, uh, a mocker is somebody that, that makes light of other people to their face and ridicules them. This is, is found in, in Psalm 1 where it says, uh, Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful or the mocker. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in this law, he meditates day and night. So there's the two paths. Um, <clears throat> the reason knowledge comes easily to the perceptive is that they have learned to humble themselves to the truth of God's Word. And they've learned to rely upon the Holy Spirit to teach them the truths of God's Word and to help them apply the truths of God's Word in their lives. So they begin to grow in the wisdom of God. So uh, knowledge comes easily to the perceptive because we have a divine spiritual partner that God has sent to come live within our hearts. On the other hand, the mocker, because they don't listen to wisdom, won't find wisdom. So wisdom helps our growth. Um, we talked about that a little bit this morning about you've got to realize God's smarter than you are. You know, uh, uh, in order to grow, we have to be willing to listen and honestly evaluate who we are. I can think of no greater way to do that than to come to God's Word and let the Word of God uh, expose our hearts and show us who we really are so that we can then confess sin to Him. We can ask for the strength that we need. And we can put our trust in God to help us along the way. Um, I've, I've known people who uh, have been humble up until their uh, elderly years and uh, have continued to learn and grow. And then I've known other people who, who don't listen to anything and never grow. You see, wisdom helps us with our growth. So it helps us with our growth, and next it helps us with our light. Look at verse 8. The sensible person's wisdom is to consider his way, or to understand his ways. Another way you could translate that. But the stupidity of fools deceives them. Fools are not listening to the Word of God. I love the Scripture. Your Word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. You see... Wisdom will improve our light. When we're, when we're wise and we're seeking and pursuing the wisdom of God, uh, God will show us the way to go in our lives. He'll show us the path of wisdom. As we come to His Word with an open heart, He'll show us the way. As we listen to His Holy Spirit within us, He'll direct us in His path. Uh, the Bible says in Isaiah, you will hear a voice behind you saying, here's the way, walk in it. I believe God speaks to us under the new covenant primarily through his Holy Spirit within us. And he uh, gives us a knowledge. It, sometimes it's to be very clear to us uh, what it is we're to do. We don't necessarily hear the audible voice, but God assures us in our hearts and makes it clear. I can remember uh, when God called me to preach. Uh, that was uh, a hard thing for me because I'd always... I'd always said, I'd never, be, I'd never be a preacher. 
My dad was a preacher. I thought, you know, no, I'm not going that path. And God began to deal with me, and, and when he began to, to work on my heart uh, to get me to make that decision, I said, okay, God, this is what I think you're doing. But would you please, in your grace, make it crystal clear to me because I don't want to make this decision outside your will. And, and God made it crystal clear to me. He, he truly did. In his grace, I probably should have trusted him at the outset, but in God's grace, he made it more clear to me. Um, I, I truly believe if, I, if we have hearts that desire to please God above all else, he'll show us the way. If he has a plan for our lives, we know he does because all our days are written in his book. Uh, as we seek to follow his plan, he'll give us enough light to take the next step. He doesn't always give us all the light that we desire, but he'll give us enough light to take the next step. Wisdom improves that light because your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path, but also because Jesus is the living word. And when you come into relationship with him and you grow closer to him and you're walking with him, he shines the light of his presence in your life and directs your path. Wisdom improves your life. If you've ever stubbed your toe in a dark room, you know the importance of light. It protects us from, from what hurts us, right? If you're a mechanic and you've ever used a shop light, you know that if you stick that light in just the right place, it shows you the next step to take. Um, if you're a, a manager, you know the importance of light because you can see what's going on and you can see who needs help. And so the same thing is true uh, with the Lord. As, as He shines His light, He protects us from things that can harm us. He shows us the path to take. And He shows us who to help. This light comes through His wisdom. So the difference that wisdom makes, it makes a difference in our home life, our walk, our protection, our productivity, our heart, our growth, and our life. Uh, one scripture verse says, above all else, get wisdom. Uh, make God's wisdom your pursuit, and you will be truly blessed. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for the uh, wisdom that you've given us, that you've revealed. Lord, help us to truly pursue your wisdom in our lives. And give us uh, understanding, Lord, as we come to your, to your word and um, Father, help us uh, to just, just live uh, under the direction of your Spirit uh, and help us live this wise life that you've called us to live.